Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, all, all we're talking about here will, will be over the next two weeks, uh, what we're keeping an eye on. But that Warriors side, <laughs> I, I reckon these are the two hardest teams to make a best 17 for. Because these two sides, there's so many new players arriving at both clubs. There's so many versatile guys in both these sides. I honestly reckon you, you can lock in about six spots in either of this mm-hmm. team. The rest of them, it, it's completely up for grabs, I think. And I wonder... I don't think it's getting enough attention. Warriors have a new coach. Yep. Like, it's not even being spoken about. Like, he's a rookie coach. We don't know how he's going to go. You know, he's part of the parent system, so we know he, we know he knows quality and has, has been a part of quality. Can he create that quality at, at New Zealand side? Yeah, and, I mean, even for the West Tigers, like, the reality is Tim Sheen's as much of a great coach as he's been. He hasn't coached here in a long time, too. So, it's two very interesting teams, two very interesting um, Storylines with both these sides. It looks like John Bateman's still not going to be here for the Tigers either. He's arriving next week, I believe it is. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it still remains to be seen what position he's going to play. He's going to have a rookie, young centre outside him. You're going to have to build a combination there, a 5'8 that he's never played with. And that's if he's playing on the back row. If he's playing at lock, which is rumoured, mm. it's it even more interesting. Absolutely. So what position-wise are you looking at for both of these teams that is real focus for the trials? I think for the Warriors, I think the centres are going to be really interesting. Mm. Uh, I think that was a lot of their problems last year, that they were just leaking points left, right and centre in the centres. Uh, they've signed Murata Neokore, they've signed Chance, two guys that personally I'd be playing at centre just because I think that they can plug a hole there. I'd be going with Metcalf at one uh, tomorrow you Martin. love a bit of Metcalf, I, like, I think he's so underrated. Yeah, and I, I just think that they, that they need to sort out um, their outside backs because if, if you show up with the with the young guys they showed up with last year, you're right, your game plan for opposition. I, I know sometimes you've just got to go with the eye test and who you back as a footballer on what you've seen, but does it not concern you that he was the fourth-string fullback at the Sharks? No. No? Not really. Cody Walker was fourth and fifth string somewhere a few years ago. Like mm. you, you go off what you see. Nico yep. Hines is exactly the same. Uh, he, he, Nico Hines was behind Scott Drinkwater, bloody... 
every minute. Sure, but he was at Manly before that, and they were playing under 20s, and they, they let him go because they yeah. didn't want him. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. fair. I, I, I just think the guys don't get opportunities sometimes, and I also think part of the reason why Metcalf was the fourth choice fullback was because he'd signed with the Warriors. Yeah, okay. So that, that's I'm, fair, yeah. doesn't concern me in the slightest. Mm. I'm somewhere in the middle because, like, you know, Metcalf's been around the block for a, a, quite a while now, what, four or five years mm. since we've seen him explode at the Nines tournament over in Perth, was it? Um, and so it's like, oh, man, you'd, you'd think you would have fought your way into some first-grade footy before now. But I also agree with you, Guru, sometimes people just need an opportunity. Yep. They just need a fair, good opportunity and a coach going, you are the guy for us. Now, I'm not sure whether that's going to happen. Um, me personally, I'd probably have Metcalf at fullback. Um, but my, my biggest focus for the Warriors specifically, it's really their spine and how that's going to come together. You know, I just, I don't, we don't even know who's going to be six. They've got Tamade Mann, they've got Volkman, they've got obviously Metcalf. Um, who's the other guy they've got that can play six? Volkman. I said Volkman, yeah. Um, then you've got SJ in seven. You know, if SJ is injured, then, you know, who do they have that goes in seven? Then also who's going to play lock for them? Is it going to be Tohu Harris or is he in the front row now? Um, or is it Tavanga? Uh, it's just Josh Curran, yeah. a lot of options. Egan, Wade Egan uh, at nine. Look, I think he's a good, serviceable hooker. I do think he probably needs to take another step up this year, um, playing at nine. So my, my biggest focus will be, are we going to see new systems being implemented by the coach? Now, the coach may all pre-season, he may have been like drilling into these guys, these are the new systems, this is where we're going to get to, this is the way we're going to play. But it all means nothing if the spine doesn't execute his systems. Mm. And so it's going to be interesting. Are we going to see a new look Warriors? You know, are they going to play similar to Penrith? Like, remember when Storm had all their success? Well, they still do. And like pretty much every club that was outside the eight just said, you know what? We're going to copy the Storm. We're going to try and play like the Storm. But they weren't the Storm. And so um, that's my main focus is, is the spine and the structure of their rugby league. What about you, Timmy, for the Warriors? Yeah, the first of many spine watching watches in the preseason. Lucky Metcalf's New South Wales Cup stats unreal, hey. Yeah. So twenty six appearances, twenty three <laughs> tries. Last season he had fourteen tries in thirteen games playing in the halves. Yeah, well. Really, really good numbers. Mm. Um, just that makeup of that spine. I think we. The word is it sounds like Charles will be at fullback. Um, we haven't seen a lot of him in the top grade in the last couple of years for a few reasons, but just to see how it lines up, you know, how fit is SJ. Sure, he looked good in that photo where Holy it was absolutely ripped. Shit. Um, that's all good and well. But, you know, how does SJ come out? How does this spine click together? No matter who runs out, it is completely new new look. So it is going to take time. Mm. Um, yeah, so, mate, it's all, it's all spine watch for me. Yep, for sure. Uh, Tigers. Tigers for me, not necessarily spine because you've got Brooks, you've got Dewey, Laurie, if they play, obviously. But I think that their spine is... Regardless of how they play, it's settled. Like, we know what it's going to be. Coruscant, Dewey, Brooks, and Laurie. Staines, apparently, like, from what I've read, I think Sheens has kind of said that just vocally he doesn't talk enough yet to be fullback because there were whispers for a period there that Staines was going to get the jump on Laurie. Well, I think that was the original idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, which is like, fuck, it's been such a, like, one of your better players for the last couple of years and you just already, anyway. Um, for the Tigers, it's just more about, like, the unity of the team. Because they've got the cattle now. There's no, there's no one that can really sit there and say, this team doesn't have the talent to make finals footy. 
now it is like, uh, like, are we going to see this a real buy-in from everyone in the squad, regardless of if it's, it's um, because obviously it won't be their starting seventeen. It'll be a few first graders with Q Cup and New South Wales Cup players. Are we going to see a real buy-in to a style of footy? That's what I want to see. What about you, Guru Tigers? Yeah, there's a couple of young guys there I'm excited for, like Sean Bloor, for example. I think yeah, Sean sure. Bloor and Matamua. Now, if it, depending on where Bateman plays, if he plays on the edge, Sean Bloor won't be in the starting side. If he plays 13, it probably makes it tough for Matamua. They could also just go Joe off and Gowie through at 13, just play power through the middle, which when you've got Happy Curacao, I can understand. Um, I also, I'm also very keen to see... That other front row spot, you've got Stefano, you've got Bole, all these guys. Who's going to be the guy to step up and go, I want to, I, I want to run out with David Clemmer up front there, mm. which I'm hoping Stefano, you know, came out, exploded, peeled off a little bit last year. Hopefully this can be the year again uh, where he picks up. So Stefano's one that I'll be watching. Oh, Stefano's huge. He honestly, he could be season changing for them. Because if he, if he becomes a player we know he can with Clemmer, all of a sudden... You know, Luke Brooks has a forward pack that can bend the line, that he can work behind. I think the other one that I, I'm very keen to watch is Tommy Talao. He was injured mm. last year. He comes back into this side. I, I like the Tigers squad they've put together, but they're very light and inexperienced in their centres. Mm. I think they need one guy to really jump out of the ground, and I think Tommy Talao could be that guy. Starfield well, was another one too. Well, Talao had massive raps come huge out. Raps. like Absolutely huge. And he came out, played well, played well, but probably didn't reach the heights, I think, that was expected of him. And so you're right. Like, I think this is a real year for Tommy to show everyone just how good he is. And if he, I'm expecting him to land at left centre. So he could be in a good little spot there with Brooks, Isaiah Papali and him. Yeah. So hopefully th- th- this can be the making of Tommy Talao. Timmy? Timmy's Tigers. Timmy's Tigers, reckon, mate. Jesus. Um, oh, Matt Amul's an interesting one. As you said, Guru, just could he be the solution to their, their ball-playing lock, question marks? This year, maybe not, but just uh, I want to see how he goes and more than anything, how he passes a football because it's such a big thing these mm. days. Um, Luke Brooks and Isaiah Papali'i, probably more likely for the second trial, but we don't know what team will, will run out in the first one. What can Isaiah Papali'i do for Luke Brooks? Mm. He's such a damaging, good, hard yeah. line running back rower. It's just going to, it should give Luke Brooks so much confidence in his game that he's got IPAP inside and outside him. It's, I'm hoping it opens up his running game mm. because. When IPAP's running these hard lines and attracting defenders and they're just holding off on Brooks, that show and go should come to the fore. Mm. I, I don't think there'll be too many excuses why it can't. You've got Appy drawing blokes in on the inside of him and dishing good service. You've got IPAP holding on the outside. Good spot to be for Luke Brooks. Yeah. This is the year. We've said oh. it for a long time, but we need to see something because the Tigers have put this great squad together, but if he's not leading the show and getting this gun side around the park then it'll be all for nothing. So oh, yeah. that combination is the one that I, I can't wait to see. Um, now, we've got uh, Friday, 5.55pm. Uh, and don't forget, guys, Bloke Country Tour, powered by Ringers Western. For the first week of the NRL season, we will be touring the country. Exciting times, I know. Exciting times. We cannot wait. So the places that we'll be going, Armadale, Wagga, Cairns and Rockhampton. We may add more dates. You know, I guess it all just depends on due to the interest. Um, at this stage, also, it's going to be free, guys. So you just come down and watch and watch a live show. So that is for the first uh, month of the NRL season, and it's powered by Ringers Western. Head over to at Ringers Western. Check out their merch. It's incredible. They're a huge company. They're all about the country. Uh, so that is the first 
month of the NRL season. Bloke country tour powered by Ringers Western. Now, next game, Friday, 5.55pm. This is all New South Wales time. Knights versus Sharks in Gosford. What do we want to see from the Knights here, boys? Yeah, Newcastle Knights, obviously the spine. We know who it's going to be. We, we want to see how they gel together. Similar to the, to the Tigers, mate, I want to know who's going to be the third front row forward with the Saifidi boys. You've got your two starters there. Who's going to be the first man to come off the bench, which, you know, they've got your Leo Thompsons, <coughs> these sort of guys. Um, there's a heap of guys that could fill that role, but I'm keen to see which one of them really step up. You've got, um, I think, most of the back line sort of picks itself. I think Dominic Young will be on one wing. The other wing, you've got, you know, Tuala, your Heimel Hunts, these sort of guys, a few guys that could maybe jostle for that other wing spot. But, yeah, for me, I think it's the forward pack that I want to see. Mm. Timmy? Uh, yeah, once again, I want to see if Lockie Miller knows how to pass a ball, to what extent. I mean, all my question marks are around, and all of us is KP at 5'8". I don't suspect we're going to see him in the preseason trials. No. So... All the questions I've got, I don't think are going to be answered until round one yeah. because of that. Mm. So, <laughs> I don't know. It almost writes off the nights in the trials for me, just in the sense that mm. it's all around KP. Well, so that's that's what my my reasoning for what, what I'm focusing on. It's last year when I watched the night sometimes, like I just didn't get the sense that like they, some of their energy in that forward pack, it just wasn't. Like, sometimes you watch, like, the top tier. Like, for example, sometimes you'd watch the Roosters and your mouth would be hanging open going, like, these guys are maniacs, mm. like, actually crazy. Rabbitohs at times, like, their line speed. Um, Penrith, they're just clinical. They refuse to fucking stop. Whereas I looked at the Knights and I just didn't see, like, a lot of zest and energy and blokes shooting up and line speed. So the thing is, is, like, yes, it all hinders around KP their season. There's no denying that. But... It all starts with the forward pack. And so what I want to see in this, this um, you know, uh, first trial is I just want to see a unified forward pack. You know, they're running lead lines with each other. They're not just taking one-out hit-ups. They're working off the ball for each other. Just to, I want to see them gel and see, like, are they all heading in the same direction or is it a matter of your hit-up, then my hit-up? Your hit-up, then my hit-up. I want to hit my stats, rah, rah. I want to see a, a united front when it comes to the forward pack. Um, what about the Sharkies? What do you want to see here? Tough team, the Sharks. Like, mm. I think they're the one team that I'd be confident I'm going to name their 1-17 to and get it pretty much spot on. But, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're, obviously we've spoken about their depth. I guess Bradbury's one that I'm keen to see. Fucking oath. Keen to see him go around. Um, you oh, know, we're playing the Knights as well. That's crazy. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you, if he, can you oh, imagine if he God. rips? No. No, surely not. The, the rugby league gods couldn't be so cruel. <laughs> Couldn't be so cruel. So perfect, isn't it? Fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And, you know, they, they've obviously their, their jet side, their reserve grade team, a lot of very talented guys down there. I'm always keen to see this dummy half go around again. That mm. I, I think it's very, very slept on. So, Sharks, um, Beryl, Beryl Jaden yeah. Beryl. So, I, I don't think we'll see any big changes to the Sharks' best 17. Um, the other one that I do want to see, is, as I mentioned before, is that Iroh. Mm. It'll be interesting to see who they actually name at fullback for this game. Yeah, for sure. It might give it a bit of a tip-off as to who they're mm. going to have as backup. Mm. Uh, Sharkies, what I want to see is is that, okay, so we saw their Newtown side from, what, three years ago or two years ago, whatever it was, yep. graduate into first grade. And so sometimes what can happen is, is you can have this good bunch of young players come into first grade and it's almost a stroke of luck. And so what I want to see now from the Sharkies is, is the next batch just as promising as the current batch because if it's not 
and then people start plucking and tri- like signing players from the Sharkies, all of a sudden it falls apart quite quickly. Whereas if we come out to the Sharkies and we go, oh, you know, they've got this player, this player, this player in their top squad, then you go, they really do have a good solid foundation, not just for a two to three year premiership window, but for a five to 10 or whatever year. What about you, Timmy, with the Sharkies? Yeah, as Guru said, I think it's, one to seventeen pretty well picks itself, or at least one to thirteen. Uh, the who plays fullback when Will Kendy's off the field—that's mm. all of a sudden a really big watch yeah. for us. Uh, and then probably just Teague Wilton. I just, I just wonder if he might sneak into a starting role this year. You know, does he start in the trials? Does Wade Graham transition to, to more of a bench role yeah. or a middle role to allow Teague to come in? Because I think he's a really, really good talent, Teague Wilton, and uh, I think we spoke about it sort of in depth before, but I think he suits that left edge for the Sharkies, so they're probably the big ones for me in a side that otherwise is, is pretty, as I said, picks, picks itself. Mm. Oh, Seaford Talakai. Yeah. That uh, just with a full pre-season at centre behind him, probably shredded a couple, just see if Seaford's that little bit more nimble. and. Do you not play him? Well. Just a, not 20 minutes? In the trials in general? In this week? I don't know how I don't know how they're going to go about if like sides are thinking, do we get the big trial out in week two or week one? I mm. don't know how they're going to go about it. Um, now we've got Friday 8 p.m. Rabbitohs v Manly in Gosford. Uh, what do we want to see out of the Rabbitohs? What do I want to see out of the Rabbitohs? Ah, uh, this is a, this is an interesting one. I I guess it's that that centre role. Like, is Tass going to play? And if he is, you know, what's the depth like there? Um, I guess I, I want to see the fullback, who they've put there at fullback. Is it going to be Blake Taff? Is he? He's still at the, the Rabbitohs, isn't he? Still, yeah, and apparently he's a good chance to be the 14. Yeah, mm. so I, I want to be interested to see who they play fullback because as we know, like the Trell, um, even though he's been unlucky, but if he gets injured, like it's not just losing a normal fullback, you basically lose your chance to win a comp because he's that bloody yeah. good. I know they made the grand final, but we saw last year when he came back, they, they completely changed as a team. Um, so I'm really interested to see who plays fullback. And then also just kind of like the fringes of their forward pack. You know, you've got Burgess, who's coming off contract this year. Then you've got um, Totola, who is an uh, out-and-out starter now. And so with Burgess coming off contract, I do think that his first 10 weeks is going to really dictate, like if a young fella is sitting on the bench and he explodes and kills it in the trials, it may dictate the, the asking price that Burgess can ask, even though I think Burgess is... Honestly, so outstanding. So that's what I'm looking for, the Rabbitohs. What about you, Guru? Should be noted, too, if you are in the Gosford area, this is a um, doubleheader, these two games. Yeah, so you, good. So you get out to two games of free there, which would be great. I agree with you, Blake Taft. I think he'll be interesting. I also think that wing spot, you've got Isaac Thompson, you've got Richie Kenner, Tane Milne's going to be out for the first few weeks, so someone definitely gets an opportunity. I actually think Tane can play in this game. Oh, really? I'm sure he can. So Could you imagine if he gets... I reckon they'll start to shift Tane into the middle a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come well, off the Well, he was good for Fiji year. in he the middle. He was great for Fiji. Yeah. And if he wouldn't have had that brain explosion for Souths, I think he would have played in the middle for Fiji. And we'd be talking about him more as a middle. But yeah, mm-hmm. Isaac Thompson, his second year back. And I'm here, I've heard that Richie Kennard's having a great preseason okay. as well. So And yeah, a couple of forwards. You, apparently your, your mate's going well. Benny Lovett. So your mate? My mate? Yeah. No? I'm guessing by Maddie's gasp that it's probably Maddie's mate. You know about... Uh, he's not my mate, but I, I know a bit about him. He's... I, obviously, South have one of the strongest kind of back rows in the competition with Kormatungi, Arrow and Murray, but that's his position. So he's obviously not going to crack that, but he's a young... Actually, didn't Jai, we had Jai on the podcast, didn't he say Lovett is Actually, a Actually, real... yeah, I think Lovett was one of the guys that Jai said. said. Who's, yeah, we said to Jai, who's one young fellow that you really rate? And he said, he said, Lovett and Talis Duncan. Which one did he say fucking loves to get right amongst it? Love it. Love, love it. it. Yeah. Yeah, so Jaira was like, and love it. 
he love it loves it love Jai's it loves mate. it and Jai said I love the fact that he fucking loves it and the other name you mentioned there um, Talis Duncan they signed him from the Roosters a couple of years ago big hitter bit of a maniac yeah okay he's one that could come in and do really well he plays um, he plays in the middle as well so yeah. he it'd be interesting to watch him go around the other one that I I think this could be the year that he really kicks on is uh, Mawali. They okay. just eased him in year on year. Uh, and, yeah, they, they, they've got a couple of young guys. Like, there's um, Kalo Kalo, who we haven't seen yet. He's very talented. I think I think he, he, keep an eye on him in the trials. He's a yeah. he's a back. He plays fullback. He can play. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Because South obviously don't have a lot of depth in those a uh, couple of those back positions. So, yeah, he'll be an interesting one. And there's another kid there, Munro, that I mentioned a few weeks ago. He's been, he's played she balled the last few weeks. I reckon he'll play in this game, and I think he could play first grade this year. Yeah, well. He's a he's like he's in that very GI sort of mold. Oh, really? Tall, Big rangy, rangy body. Fuck yeah, mate. How Tyrone good. Munro, one to watch there for sure. Timmy, who are you looking for? Or what are you looking for with the Rabbitohs? Yeah, I mean this trial, obviously with the the Charity Shield in week two, that'll be where they roll out the better sides, or well, probably South Sydney in particular. But uh, probably just Lockie Elias for mm. me. Uh, hopefully, he can you know shed the curse of second year syndrome. You know, we, we know the importance of Latrell, Cody, Damien Cook to this team, Cam Murray, but, you know, if we're talking about a premiership force, Lockie Elias came in and, boy, you would have learned a lot about uh, professional oh. NRL, professional rugby league last season. So how he's come out of that and what he's taken from year one in the NRL, how good can he be and can he take that next step up to go, all right, Penrith, we're done with you, mate. We'll tell you up in the preliminary final this year. And Lockie Elias is obviously such a key part. So... How has his game evolved in the last 12 months? Another full pre-season with these blokes around him. Uh, big watch on him. Obviously, Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, they're going to be in the All-Stars camp. It'd be great to see them put um, Ilias out there with Mamazellas at nine mm. and have a look at the future without your yeah. Cooks, your Walkers, your maybe Latrells. Even, maybe even give Ilias a captaptaincy. I would. Game. I'd see how he goes. Mm. Yeah, so this is your team this weekend. Because yeah, like, he's who you want to be captain after Murray's gone. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, Manly, what do we want to see with Manly? I think we're all going to say the same thing. Who plays fullback? Uh, and Schuster. Yeah, Schuster's uh, the big watch for me. I'm very, I'm very interested to see how he goes on that edge. Obviously, and he's got yeah endless ability, but he's stepping into big shoes of Kieran. Well, it's, the thing with Schuster is it's not even about the stats that he. It's not even about the stats that he puts up on the weekend. Like if he if he does play, I don't care whether he has zero try assists or five try assists. I just want to see what's his attitude like on the field. Like, and, and not to say that he's got a bad attitude on the field, but I want to see him in everything, talking constantly, heaps of energy, getting the ball in his hands all the time. That's all that matters to me. It's not the, oh, did he go out and you know, win man of the match? Not at all. It's like, is his energy just really, really high? What about you, Timmy? <laughs> it's, just, it's all shoes to watch, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I think Gary could probably be the one to play fullback. Wayne. Like... In well, terms cooler, of cooler, might cooler. K. Weeks played a bit of fullback, or is yeah, K. Weeks debuted. I think Garrick's probably been so good at fullback that, in terms of if Tommy isn't available at all, then Ruben Garrick's the man for the number one. But geez, they've got good options, don't they? I want to see if Garrick plays centre or not. And so much Garrick's talk about center, it. Yeah, yeah. and well, I, I mean, think part of the when he's when he's they announced that deal. Yeah, like part of the the article said it was because they wanted him as a centre. But with, with Saab out until, what, round 10, do you reckon they can afford that? Well, so they've got Cooler definitely in one centre if, like, if he plays there instead of fullback. Mm. 
And then the other center, they've got Morgan Harper, Brad Parker. Brad they've Parker. Got options. So they've got options there to put to throw in that center. Then they got that young fellow that they got uh, Tui Pilotu, who's mm. a gun. Then they got that other young fellow that came in on the wing last year and played really well. Mm. Um, That's so, what I meant though, like because there's a wing spot like kind of gone for ten weeks. Do you just put Garrick there because they've got some center options? As in, put Garrick on the wing. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd be if if I'm going to play Garrick in center, I'd put him there immediately. Okay. To get him used like playing as much footy at centre as possible, if if that's the direction they're going to go. The other one to watch with Manly is young Latu Finu, who's yeah an absolute star. He was named SG Ball the week and got pulled out last minute, so, so I'd put money play. on he's playing six this weekend with Cooper Johns probably. Oh really? If you don't watch anyone else this weekend, watch this kid Finu. Yeah, and so that's again that's a part of the shoes to watch because if Finu comes out and kills it. And, it, and this kid is like, didn't he sign, he sign one of the biggest deals coming out of school? He's a freak. Like, he's we're, not, we're talking about Katoa-esque, as in hype, when it comes out of school. If he comes out and kills it, not only that him, you've got KO Weeks as well that can play six. Like, it's even though Schuster is absolutely the guy that you want to play six, it's not a done deal. Like, it really is not. If Latu would have moved clubs, we'd be talking about him as much as a Katoa. Mm. Carl that we spoke about last week, just because he stayed at Manly and there hasn't been much movement, he's an absolute freak. He'll be one to watch. And the other thing with Josh Schuster is, moving to six will be interesting how he goes, that leaves that left edge back row spot open. Mm. And Andrew Davies gone now too. So someone's going to have to step into that role, whether it's Kelma, whether it's Bullimore. I don't know who it'll be, but I think that'll be an interesting position. They reckon Ben Condon's going really well down there as well. It's uh, with the, the Schuster, because he played so well at back row, it's almost a negative to him because as soon as he doesn't play incredible at six, yep. they're going to be a boom, straight yeah. to the back row. Yeah, because it makes sense. Yeah. Especially if obviously one of the replacements to kill it. The other one around the halves is with Josh Schuster in there, Daly Cherry Evans losing his partner in crime in Kieran Four and mm. like his role becomes he's going to get so many touches oh from this my team God. now because you know, he's not going to be relying on Josh Schuster to get this side around the park or even his edge. He'll, he'll do bits and pieces, but it's going to take time for Josh Schuster to settle in this role. So DCE, you know, you think Tom Trebojevich is everything to this team. Well, Daly Cherry Evans, he has to have a big year. Yeah. Oh, mate. It's, it's going to be interesting to see because sometimes he can overplay his hand because he is so competitive. But in, this, in the same sentence, like for this season, he kind of almost needs to overplay his hand because yeah. it's like, what else they got? Croker, who's just a serviceable dummy half. And, you know, it's, he's really improved and all that stuff, but he's not like a creative half, like I say, an happy. And then you've got Schuster, who is more the tip of the spear rather than the spear. So, yeah, especially if Tommy's out as well, like it's even more times DC yeah. is going to touch the ball. Um, okay, now on to Panthers versus Eels, Saturday 6pm in Penrith. How do we, uh, what do we want to see from the Panthers? I, I think that me personally, it's life after... Kick out and Happy Coruscant, and so it's going to be like is Hoskins going to is Hoskins and um, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name now. The other guy from Garner. the Tigers, Garner, who who, not who starts because who starts is actually means he's probably down in the pecking order um, in regards to, but it's going to be interesting to see whether both of those guys play because then that means it's completely up in the air who can get that spot. I reckon there's a really good chance this weekend Penrith name. Very few guys that have played first grade because their week two game is the World Club Challenge. Mm. So I think they'll go all chips in there. I probably think you'll see Hoskins play this weekend. And I yep. think they'll save Garner for the weekend after, which, as you said, I think that'll be telling. But there's there's so many young guys that you'll see this weekend from the Penrith Panthers. Um, you know, Taruva, 
Jenkins. Um, you'll probably see like a Maverick Geyer. You'll see yeah, Eddie Blackers. These like there's a heap of really talented guys at Penrith. Matty Eisenhuth will start. Well, you're looking at the New South Wales Cup champs and Aussie champs. Yeah, and you're, what what you're doing is you're looking at the New <coughs> South Wales Cup champs who lost a heap of players to mm. other teams who are then filtering other guys from younger grades that are winning. Like they're just all fucking winners. Well, you, we're basically looking at. So they won every grade last year, four, four of them. Yep. So you're looking at like arguably the highest quality reserve trial we've ever seen because they won four fucking things last year. I want to see where they use Tyron Peachy. I reckon he'll play this week potentially. Yeah, I reckon well. he'll be in the World Club Challenge. So interesting to see because you could play him anywhere in this team pretty much. I'm keen to see what Ivan Clear is considering mm. with him. Do you play Sonny Luke? Not this week. No, I'd be saving him, I think. Man, I, I, I'd be I'd be tempted to play Sonny Luke because the nine role is like I want as much minutes as possible mm. in tough games heading into round one, and like Mitch Kenny, although you know a good solid player, is he going to be an eighty minute hooker for them? Probably not. And so I, I'd probably be playing Sonny this week. If Sonny was twenty one, I would, but he's twenty six years old, a little bit older, and I, I think that's what a lot of people are forgetting with. Luke, so I, I'd be confident just playing him next week, but mm. I understand where you're coming from mm. for sure. Yeah, also the event sounds like Mitch Kenny will play his much like he did with Appy in the back end of last year. The word is that Mitch Kenny comes out, plays 20 to 25, yeah. uh, and then Sonny Luke comes out and plays that 55 minute role straight. Yeah, I mean, you talk about getting those tough NRL quality games in, into him, but I wonder how strong the Parramatta side is this week um, for this game. At the same time, I think they'll be saving him for the World Club Challenge. I'm so excited to see more so the World Club Challenge, mm. but just the dynamic of this Penrith outfit without Viliami Kikau. <coughs> uh, a traditionally very left-side dominant team mm. with Garner, likely Garner coming in there, Nathan Cleary being more of a, obviously a right-edge player. Does that right-edge almost take over with Liam Martin as the, mm. the hard-running back rower? Brian Toto's obviously on the right wing now when Taylor May's on deck. Mm. So we could see a really big shift in this side. And Nathan Cleary is such a huge watch because he now loses Appy and he has, say, Sonny Luke or Mitch Kenny there feeding him. Cleary could go to another level this season. Like he might not, might have to, but, you know, how does Ivan Cleary respond to the new dynamic in his team? Losing key players. You know, we know with Craig Bellamy over the years, he might win a premiership. He didn't need a poor season to change the structure of his team mm. because he was ahead of the game. Well, can Ivan Cleary do that? I'm sure he can. But in which ways does he change things leading into well, round one? It's interesting you say that because – so, you know, I was speaking to Cam Smith last year and I was like, mate, like what people – I mean, they're starting to come around now for sure. But I was like, what people don't understand is, is like you guys have – because you have such a reputation, reputation for being like defensive, gritty, mm. never give an inch, just – just a almost vanilla style of rugby league, people don't actually realise ever since like 2018 or so, they've been one of the best attacking sides yeah. in the comp. And it's funny you say in regards to Bellamy is that, so you know when they changed the way they played? It wasn't a bad year, as you said. It was the year they lost to the Sharks by a bee's dick. He changed the, the, their entire system because they said, we no longer want to, I guess be the grindy, gritty team that wins through the middle. We need to change the, everything the way we play. And that's what makes Bellamy one of the greatest of all time. It's like he loses the grand final by 10 seconds or whatever, and then he changes the entire style of play. A couple of years later, 
they break the record for the most points ever in season. And I understand there are circumstances that helped that, but it doesn't change the fact that out of all the teams in the comp, they smashed every team out of the water when it comes to points scored. And, and you're right, it's, it's a, analogous to Ivan Cleary. You came off winning a comp. Is it the time now to change the way you play? Because if you go back and watch Penrith over the last few years, any time they needed momentum, they just went shift, shift, kick out, boom, quick play the ball, and it just totally opened everything up for them. How do they, how do they get that same benefit off guys that aren't as big and as strong as kick out? Um, yes, yeah, so I totally agree, Tim. Just quietly, Allegus? Was that the word? Ana- analogous. Analogous. Yeah. Good word, Campy. I like Can that. You Google the definition just so yeah. I'll fucking hopefully I got it right. Sometimes you, you throw out these words and then you go, sharp like this. <laughs> <laughs> analogous. I like that. Um, I think it's like for an analogy. Yeah, right. Here we go. Come on, Maddie. Analogous. Comparable in certain respects, typically in a way which makes it clearer the nature of things compared. Oh, stop oh, it. Oh, stop <laughs> it. That's real good from you. Fuck it. Oh, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. You don't want to say that. for an ex-con. <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot of books in jail. Um, okay. Uh, eels. What do we want to see with the eels? Yeah, a few question marks over their side. Uh, Big fucking number nine. That's for me. Yeah. I, I don't know if we'll... I don't think we'll see Josh this week, but I think the week after we'll definitely... He'll be the well, one to watch. What yeah. I mean is it's number nine is because, like, Hodgson's old. He's come back from injury. Yep. What if he gets injured? Who's the next guy? Yeah, well, they, they, they've got Mitch Rain there. I don't know if Mitch is the answer respectfully mm-hmm. to him. So, hopefully, there's another kid that can pop up there. Um You'll get Hopgood. He'll be playing in the All-Stars this weekend. So you get to watch him there as to well. Him, That'll be great. Uh, but yeah, Parramatta, they've got a few spots to fill. I think that that edge back row spot between your Murchies, your Dorries to replace IPAP, mm. that'll be very interesting and very important for this side. Maddo's out for the first three weeks as well. So you think about that that bench, you know, they lose Maddo for the first three weeks. Kafusi's not going to be there. But Maddo out for the first three weeks is one of the great rugby league yarns. One of the great rugby league yarns. <laughs> Oh, anyway, sorry, sorry, bro. That's I, fucking I, wild, that one, isn't it? It is the more. It's honestly one of the worst. Mm. Like, Matto is a great guy. He's been on the podcast, nice guy, legend, whatever. But when I saw the news, I was like, bro, what thought process got you to, t- to not just take the fine? What was it, three grand? Three or four uh, grand. Four, I, think I think it was four, four grand, grand. Yeah. yeah. Mate, look, God, look, I can be tight, mate. I can be tight. <laughs> I wear the same suit everywhere, but shit. A nice suit, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, cost the bloody arm and leg, custom made, <laughs> suave, bespoke. One of the great suit makers. Um, I wear the same suit to your wedding, bro. So I have no doubt. <laughs> we've actually we've got uh, we've got my wedding, and then the next Sunday we've got another wedding, and we're going on a cruise for the week. And I was with the guys getting married on the weekend. He goes, "Oh, you can just wear your suit again." And I go, "Fuck, after a cruise, that suit ain't fit me." <laughs> <laughs> um, Timmy, what do you want to see from the eels? I think obviously all around Josh Hodgson in the number nine spot as well. Let's say Hodgson does go down injured and they need to look at their backup hooker, whoever that may be. I don't think, to be honest, it matters as much as we think it will because of all teams, your role as a number nine at Parramatta is to give your star halves early service. Mm. They shift – they're one of the best teams in the competition at ball movement and big shifts between – you know, Ryan Madison's a great ball-playing lock. Junior Bolo is a great ball-playing f- front rower. Mm. They've got all these fellas who can do that. So if, you, if it ends up being Mitch Rain who 
goes out there and plays 65 minutes and tackles his ass off and just distributes and gives good service, that's fine. Mm. There are other clubs where you know you need a creative hooker to, to help out and be a playmaker for the team. But well, mainly, mainly you could argue is one. Uh, Lockie Croker is the first one that came to mind mm. when I was thinking about that. Is yeah. All he has to do is tuck his ass off and, and distribute. Mm. So I think Parramatta are fine either way, even if something was to happen to, to Josh Hodgson, who's obviously getting on a little bit. That being said, Josh Hodgson in there, um, how will he impact this team? Again, the dynamic of the team, does it change? You now they get a, like a really crafty playmaking hooker coming into the team. I suspect not. I suspect Josh Hodgson alters his role to what he did at Canberra, which again we've spoken about in the <coughs> previous podcast. But mm. uh, that's the big watch. And then Guru touched on it, but the right edge back rower. Mm. Who replaces uh, Isaiah Papaliti there? There's a few candidates that he rattled off and just it, it could be anyone, mm. really. Um, do we think Jacob Arthur plays? Yeah, I think he'll play in this one. Yeah, I think I'm really interested to see um, their halves, like their halves coming through. Although Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses are, are quite young, relatively speaking, um, I, I want to see see their depth because I do feel like the Jacob Arthur situation. Um, you know, in the end, it was good to carry him on the bench. I, I guess um, he probably could have still done what he did without being carried on the bench, but it is a question. Will they continue to do that? Will they continue to carry a guy that can essentially only play seven um, on the bench? And will he play even in this trial, even though he's played quite a bit of first grade now? I I want to see what the the feel is around that. And also, sorry, um, Mitch Moses has not re-signed yet, has he? Not yet. So I'm not saying that like this hinges whether he's going to re-sign or not, but there may be some little subtle things in the trials where you could maybe – get the feeling where the Eels are confident they're going to re-sign him or whether they're not confident they're going to re-sign him. Um, what are you going to say, sorry, Guru? I was just going to say, uh, obviously, Assi's joined the club as well. Has he pulled out of the All-Star? Was he one of the ones that pulled out? Yeah, Assi's just okay. It's disappointing. I was yeah. to see him. Uh, so, yeah, Jake, they, they, they've got a number of young halves that are in, like, the junior grades that mm. are very talented, as Parramatta always do. But outside of Jake Arthur and Assi, if you want to count him as a ball player, there isn't anyone else in their top 30 that they could... Mm, Short ball into the halves, realistically. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, like, if Jake Arthur plays and captains decide for the trial, just just to see where he's standing in the club is. And I'm not I'm not going to get into the rhetoric of he's the coach's son, whatever. Like, I'm just talking about he's the next half after Mitch Moses. They haven't re-signed Mitch Moses yet. Um, I think they will, guys. So Eels fans, don't stress out. I think they definitely will re-sign him. Um, This talk about him going to Tigers, honestly. If he goes to the Tigers, it'll be one of the most shocking things I've ever witnessed in rugby league. Because, and like from a, from a transfer perspective, I cannot see a world where he would go back to the Tigers from a premiership. And like, I get, I get it's great for media in, the, in regards to, not, it's not the media's fault, but it's great for um, Mitchell Moses' market value to say that he's considering the Tigers because obviously they're offering him a mozza. But I, in, I can't see a world where Mitchell Moses leaves. I can't. Uh, you know, I keep reading the narrative. Oh, it'd be so good to see him go back to the Tigers and win. Would it not be good to see him win at fucking Parramatta? Oh, look what he's done unreal. at Para. Yeah. They yeah. went to a grand fight. Like Mitch Moses, three or four years ago, was so maligned. Like people were like, he's a sorg, he can't tell. Like there's so much negativity around him. He'd never done anything wrong. Like he, they, they were spoon essentially when he arrived. Now they're a powerhouse. Like I'm not saying it's just him, but I tell you what, he's the main guy on the rugby league field when they play every week. Yeah. So um, I think they resign. You get Teddy and Mitch Moses to go back to the Tigers. Yeah, for sure. And I'll talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Just quickly with the, the Jacob Arthur on the bench again this season. 
I think now that Josh Hodgson's there, let's say they, they carry Mitchell Rain as the 14 to play 15-20 at hooker, whatever it might, might be. I think Hodgson, come, if he comes back well, they'll want him as an 80-minute nine, but at his age, coming off the injury, mm. you know, he could easily be a candidate as a 65-minute hooker. Hodgson can slide into the halves if Brown and Moses go down. True. Rain True. comes on at hooker, so I don't see any need for Jacob Arthur on the bench, mm. provided Josh Hodgson's fit. Yeah. True. Uh, okay, now Dragons versus St. Helens. We'll just talk about the Dragons. Uh, what do we want to see from the Dragons? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Where do we start? Yeah, I look, I just, you know what I want to see? I want to see, it's, it's going to sound stupid because I know they're a bit of an older side, but I want to see youthful energy. That's it. I don't care about, um, I want to see a, ga- a high-paced game with a lot of line speed in defence and in attack, just a bunch of energy. Uh, then I'll be, that that'll if if we see them come out and do that, that'll really ease my concerns about the the aging kind of forward pack and the and, and you know the forward pack. As anyone listens to this podcast knows, I value experience extremely highly. Matter of fact, I think that experience is undervalued still. So I'm not sitting here saying that they don't offer um, a lot to the to the game when it comes to experience but it just just as a whole i just want to see a, a lot of energy a lot of line speed and then benny hunt can work out the rest what do you want to see guru i was just thinking i'll oh, we'll get to see these young guys we won't see any of them mo's mm. not going to be there but sullivan's yeah. injured yeah. sloan's going to be playing for the all-stars so it'd be good to see him there but um and yeah i agree with you mate just to see some energy out of the dragons they just looked so flat last year didn't they they still managed to like challenge the eight for a bit which is like a credit to them. Yeah, full credit to them. But I like you just want to see some energy out of this side. I'm hoping that they play. The one that I'm keen to see is how Jacob Little goes. Mm. I think playing against this England side, maybe they will put out a better strength side. I'd hope that they would. Um, Little's got a heap of potential. When he was coming through the grades, he was a prodigy. Yeah, wow. Well. Just injuries have just fucked him up time and time again. So uh, I'm not confident it's going to happen, but I really hope that he can turn his career around here. Mm. Timmy? Interesting to see what team they throw out, being, you know, playing against an English Super League club, a bit more hype than a, a general NRL trial, but then obviously the Charity Shield next week. So yeah. uh, maybe they send out two stronger sides. I'm not sure. Mm. To be honest, with the amount of changes and injuries and concerns over this team, they probably can't afford not to try and get a few combinations going in these two games. They're both probably pretty important for them. I want to see Tyrell Sloan across the All-Stars game and the Charity Shield. I don't give a shit about what he does in attack. We know he can attack. I want yeah. to see him at the back barking orders, getting that defensive line set. I want to see his positioning for kicks good. I want to see his positioning in behind the, the line when they're defending their own line. I want to see him in the right place, cleaning up kicks in behind the line, all mm. that sort of stuff. As I said, we know he can attack and run the footy. Yeah. But we want to see him do the other stuff, and that's the key to him becoming a success at number one this season for the Dragons. Mm. Um, another little thing I'm looking forward is if, looking for is like we know they've got good youthful outside backs. What's their young forward pack like? What's their mm. guys that are 18 to 22 years old that are coming through? Because put it this way, if if they come out the Dragons, and I know it's only a trial, guys, I understand, but if they come out as a young side, because that's what will be, they'll be young, and and really impress, then Hook's almost vindicated because you go, oh, now I see the plan. All of your young guys are absolute yep. throbbers. And so I understand why you're not going into the market. And you're actually, you know, for what we said we didn't like about Newcastle's decision, you're actually taking the hard route of going, you know what, we're not going to the market for a big dog. We've got good guys coming through. Yes, we can't win a comp now, but we're hoping to win it in two to three years. And so, and it, look, it's only one trial, but 
I think we'll get a good feel of like, what is their youthful side? How good is it? How, athletically, all that kind of stuff. And there are a couple of good forwards. You know, you've got the um, younger brother of Francis Molo, uh, Michael Molo, who's talented. Jaden Hunt's come through their grades. He's very good. Zane Musgrove joins the club too. Zane's always been able to find his way in, into trouble off the field or whatever it is, but... Fuck it. Like, he, he's a decent footballer. He's aggressive. He just needs to put it all yeah, together. No, yeah. So aggressive. He's hyper aggressive. And, and he's a guy that if he jumps out of the ground, all of a sudden this Dragons pack looks a little bit different. Mm. So uh, <coughs> hopefully he can be the one. Um, Tyrell Fuimayano, it looks like he might start on an edge. Okay. Another one that when he was younger looked like he was going to be a world beater. He's physically so imposing. Big so athletic imposing. body. So. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Storm v. The Roosters. It's, it's, it's funny that, like, their first real trial, Storm and Roosters choose to play each other because, like, they're like, we want, we want to play the best of the best to get pure ready. Yeah. Um, out of the Storm, what do we want to see? I really want to see the Fringies because I felt like last year, and we discussed it, when the Fringies came in, unfortunately the Storm just weren't at that same level as yesteryear where the Fringies would come in. And, and there's a reason for that. They lost their whole bench. You know, we spoke about it and we, we praised Storm so much, but they're essentially the only club that can have their bench be signed as marquee signings. No other club that I can think of right now would even come close to that. You got Tino, uh, you got Cheese, you got Nico. Like, that, that's incredible. Like, these are marquee signings for other clubs. They're on the bench for the Storm. But I think this, this trial, I want to see their next generation and one guy that i will be focused in on is jack Howarth. there's one back row spot jersey that i want them to throw in the middle of these seven or eight whether it's Howarth, Leroux, chan there's so many guys down there that could fill these roles you've got you know the older heads like tommy eisenhuth mm. we, we, we've been saying you know um super coach wise it wouldn't shock us if we're talking about all these young guns for the next five weeks and bellamy goes Eisenhuth, my background. Yeah, yeah, Safe as houses. I sure. know what I'm going to get every single week. So there's there's got to be one or two Melbourne Storm back rowers, edge players, young guys that jump out this year and earn a spot. Yeah, Alec McDonald, these sort of guys. So I'd be playing all of them this week, all mm. those young guys. For just sure. Saying, let's see who comes out on top. Agreed. Timmy? Mm. Yeah, sorry to sound like I'm just following you boys, but some of these teams, there are such obvious spots yeah. that you're watching for and when you go on last which I'm more than happy to be I, I love the role on this show <laughs> let you boys rattle off the important stuff then I just chime in at the end <laughs> just pick it apart it's, it's great it's <laughs> great um, but the it's the edge back rollers and they're just what a transition from the last five ten years of the same back rollers Bromwich and Corfusi the most consistent back rollers yeah. in the comp yeah. bar none. now you've got this completely new look forward pack Howth is the one that springs to mind as number one that we want to see. Uh, Elias Katoa is the other one. Yeah, the bloke wow. who, Do you reckon he plays this week? Surely. I think they'll probably want to get yeah. time into Elias Katoa. Surely. And just say, mate, what have you got? Win this, win this spot for round one because yeah. he's the one with the highest upside. Oh, like, mate. He, has, he can be, has the, we've seen him be one of the most damaging edge back rollers in the game. Mm. Round one, he could be a starting 80-minute edge back roller or he could be coming off the bench in New Wales Cup or Queensland Cup yeah, for them. It's, it's so like true. you don't know. So yeah. I can't wait to see what Bellamy has been able to do with him in a short amount of time. And I hope he unlocks him because he, he could he's such an exciting prospect in the game. Yeah, agreed. Now, what do we want to see from the Roosters? Me personally, I just want to see what type of footy do they <laughs> yeah. play. 
because I think that this will be a really good indication of okay, yes, their stars aren't going to be playing for sure, but if we if we watch the game and it's very through the middle, heavy, high paced, lot of scoots, you know, all that kind of stuff, I think that is a a tell that what we discussed last year with all these signings when it comes to Trent Robinson, where he wants to change the style of rugby league that he plays, a, a super high energy, some of the best ball runners ever in in your, in your back line, uh, and so with the Roosters, I'm looking at them going. Are we going to see remnants of that style of footy? And it's, is it going to be a, almost like a trailer for the first grade side uh, and how they're going to play? What do you want to see from the Roosters? I've got to go with my boy, Josh Wall. The big fella <laughs> on the edge. No, he's I, on the edge, isn't he? Yeah, he play, he's sort of play anywhere, yeah. but I, I think he'll play on the edge. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they let him sort of lead the team this week. Yeah, wow. And then um, come off the bench the week after. He played mad for Fiji in the World Cup. He's a gun, mate. Yeah. He's so ready. Like, And what you need to keep in mind, those games for Fiji, that was his first time ever playing against great men. Yeah, wow. Starting in the back row for so Fiji. So was he about 20? Yeah, he's, he's 19 or 20, but he's been one that's been impacted by this whole COVID yeah, okay. situation. Origin Baltigaru. Smokey? I won't go that far. I won't go that far. <laughs> Give him three years. Yeah. Um, but also, you've got guys like Corey Allen, Jackson Borlo. I, I, I've found it really interesting the Roosters' recruitment of outside backs the last few years. They're <coughs> consistently signing guys that I didn't think they'd sign, mm. whether it be <coughs> Kevin Aguama, whether it be Gildart, Corey Allen, Paulo. Really interesting how they're going about that. And, you know, they, they are releasing a lot, a lot of those guys as they go along as well. But you would have to think that one of these guys, and it could be a, a Billy Smith as well, where they sort of fit. Yeah. I think I'm really interested to see Jackson Polo. Because like Momorowski's one of them as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, fuck. There was a period Momorowski was in the grand final for the Storm that they won. He won two comps in a row. And then he went to the Pen Panthers. <laughs> like it, it was bizarre because like at the end of like by the end of like last season, his defense just seemed to disintegrate. Like he like, he was a really good yeah. defensive center and good attacking. He started the twenty twenty season at the West Tigers. Yeah, got swapped for Harry Grant. Won two comps <laughs> on the trot. <laughs> He's a good, he's a good player, man. So I wonder I, when you, you see someone's defense like you know struggle like that. Usually they need a re- shoulder reconstruction or something. Like something's going wrong for them to be missing tackles like that. Um, but I, I want to see Polo because I, what I, Jackson Polo for me is interesting because it's a real going to be a really good example of like how good is this Rooster system? Now it's not going to say if he struggles, it's not going to say the Rooster system isn't good. But if he kills it, it's going to say wow, like. The Roosters have still got it. They still got it. They know how to take players with a, a ton of potential. You look at Polo's physicality, you look at how fast he is, how good he was in the year that the, the Rabbitohs went to grand final, and you go, mate, he should be a first grader. And so it's going to be really interesting to see what direction they go there. Do you think Billy Smith plays this, or is I, he still out? I'm not sure injury-wise where Billy Smith's at. So okay. if, he's, if he's fit, I think he will certainly play in the first mm. one. But I'm not sure. It's, it's it's hard to keep up with Billy Smith's injuries, unfortunately. And the other position I'm going to be watching this week is their front row. Mm. Lost Tokiaho, lost Isaac Liu. Ah, uh, sorry. Um, Liu went to the Titans the year before? Year before, yeah. So um, lost Tokiaho. Lost Tokiaho. Hargreaves seems to be towards the end of his career. Mm. And so I'm really interested to see the front row, who is going to be... I'd, I'd assume they're going to put Lodges as the next Hargreaves, but then who's going to be Lodges' position? That's something that I'm interested to see. Uh, Billy Smith scheduled, according to Fox Sports, to return <laughs> mid-season. Mid-season? Oh, wow. Fuck, poor bloke. Fuck me. Um, okay. Uh, Raiders versus Bulldogs. Timmy, what do you want to see from the Raiders, man? Uh, another team that's quite locked in 
relatively locked in the one to 13. It'll be that ball playing. Sorry, I don't think it'll be that ball playing lock on. What we're hearing out of the capital is that Emre Gula or Corey Horsburgh uh, will be the 13 to start the season. So close watch on, of course, Trey Mooney and Adam Mariotti, who are sort of fighting for that final bench spot by the sounds of things. We've been speaking a lot about Trey Mooney on this podcast uh, ever since he starred for New South Wales 19s last season. So what sort of role they play for, for the Raiders on field will be interesting. But it, if they're going with one of those big boys at 13, it's obviously just going to be a knock them down style of belt them through the middle, uh, style of footy for the Raiders once again, which to be fair we've seen in recent years. Yeah. Um, so cut the watch on the, on the young boys there. Harley Smith-Shields, who yeah. was terrific two seasons ago, yeah. I believe it was uh, ACL last year. Apparently he's like really big wraps on him. We saw how good he was for the Raiders in limited opportunity. So I, I don't suspect that he'll start round one because, again, their back five pretty well picks itself. But he's one that's just going to be knocking the door down for a start at some stage this season. And I suspect probably pretty early on. Mm. I saw some him in content some other, the other day. He might have got better looking. <laughs> so hot. Such a joke. Um, yeah, I think Tim's probably covered most of that. I'm really excited about Trey Mooney, obviously. He's one that I'm very keen to watch. But, uh, yeah, I I really like the Raiders squad. I think it's a really good I really, squad. really like the Raiders squad. Another year together. Fogarty, Whiten, Savage second year. Uh, what I'll be looking for the Raiders, uh, it's going to sound a bit silly, but they're front row because Papali'i, or do you reckon he's towards the end of his career? Maybe got three or two, three years left in him? I reckon two. Maybe yeah. two. And so, uh, obviously, Tarpanair becomes the main guy once, um, you know, Papa Lee lives. 30 years old, sorry. I assumed he was older. Fuck, it feels like he's been around forever. Oh, he has been. And that's why it's like two, three, I reckon. Yeah, maybe three, actually. He, yeah. Mate, he, he has played so much rugby league in his career <laughs> yeah. in the front row. Like, fuck, mate. Like, So, I'm really interested to see... The, the thing is, is sometimes when you have this like super like hyper competitive forward pack with the Raiders where it's like impossible to get into, it, you can actually lose a lot of your depth to other clubs because it's like, fuck man, like the bench at this club would be starting at a lot of the clubs. And so I want to see the depth that the Raiders wear. Have they managed to keep the next big things in the middle when in reality, the chances of them getting a start, like Papali'i, who was their oldest front rower, is still only 30. Tarpane is about 28. Um, Horsburgh, 23, 24. Um, Hadawira I'd say he's about 27. Um, this is not an aging forward pack by any stretch. And so if you're a young forward hitting 19 years old, you're sitting there going, then you've got Hudson Young who's relatively, you know what I mean? Like it's a fucking tough forward pack to get into. So that's what I'm interested in seeing. The other one that I think is interesting, I don't know if you've heard anything about him, Tim, but this uh, Pasami Solo who's come down from Newcastle Knights. Like same sort of body as Joe Tapano, yeah. about 190 centimetres, 105 kegs or so. So uh, I think it's interesting when you insert someone into this pack of just absolute monsters, mm. if they can go to that level. Yeah. So he's one I'll be keeping an eye on. What do you got there, Matty? Uh, just on Papa Lee, he's this is his 13th year of NRL, and in 12 of them, he's played 19 or more games. Mate, he's been incredible. He's one of the greatest front rowers 
Canberra have ever had. And it's probably only other person I would have in front of him maybe is Glenn Lazarus. I think there was a stat the other day, random stat guy put up for his, I think at the same mark in their careers after 50 games, Papali had scored more tries than Dane Gagel. Yeah, I saw that. What a great stat. Unbelievable. To be be fair, Papali did start on an edge. Yeah. To be fair. How crazy is it when you see those old Maroon tapes of him in the back row? I I almost forget it happens. I know. It's so good. Because he's become like almost like an iconic front rower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you and know, big minute as well. Oh, like. big minutes and his footwork and the amount of match winnings he scored oh. where they need something to happen in finals games. And too, he'll just right. fucking that yeah. try he scored down in Canberra South against South. You just go oh. far out. Um, yeah, to me, he, he's probably one of the best front rowers of the last generation for sure. For sure. Because, like, when did he debut? When did he debut for Queensland? 2010, 11? Yeah, I was going to say 11. Say. And so, like, well, that's at least. You know, they lost in 14, but it's like at least five or six years of dominance that he had a big fucking hand in. Mm. Um, and, you know, and look at the guys that he was replacing. You know, like Petros, Webke was before him. You know, like Matt Scott. 2013. 2013. He's played 23 games at Queensland. Far out. God. And so, like, in the last few years, he would have won, like, what, four, four series? Four or five series? Fucking fair effort. Fair f- in the middle? Holy shit. Um, he's been part of six winning. Like he's part of thirteen. He's part of fifteen. He's part of sixteen. He's part of seventeen. He's part of twenty. He's part of twenty twenty two. Wow, six and 20, and the big ones, obviously twenty and twenty two. Yeah. yeah, series that they were not. They were big outsiders. Yeah. Like, no Ken Smith, no Billy Slater, yeah. none of the, the greats anymore. Um, Even eighteen, like I know Teddy scored at the end, but. Ethan Lowe was the man for Queensland that day, but Papali wasn't far behind. He was fantastic. And he well, scored right at the him, end too. Yeah, him and uh, Josh Maguire scored, scored. and brought, like, brought momentum back. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, really interested to see the next front rowers. And, you know, we've spoken about him quite a bit, Trey Mooney. I re- I'm really keen to see how this guy goes because, you know, yes, it is a hard forward pack to, to break into, but I watched him play in that uh, – New South Wales, Queensland under-19s, he was, um, he was impressive. He's got an aura about him for a young There's guy. Some, yeah, yeah, he's just got that it factor about him. Again, it, that could all change in first grade. Um, now, Bulldogs, what do we want to see at the Doggies Guru? Uh, yeah, they're, they're an interesting side, Canterbury. I think they should improve this year. I'm just, I think I just want to see the combinations of the spine. Realistically, like I, I think Reed's going to be fantastic for Burton. I guess that that left edge is just going to be so interesting with Viliami kick out there, who plugs into left centre. Um, there's been a lot of talk this whole preseason about Alamotti and Skelton. I was very mm-hmm. high on both of them, but it sounds like Hayes Perham's going to play fullback. So you would assume Avrilo plays in the centres, and they probably go with Braden Burton. Nah, so. I'm here in Alamotti. Yeah, Alamotti and Avrilo at centre. Gun, beautiful. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That, that's really good to hear then. So yeah. if Alamotti gets a shot, do you know if he's going to play left or right? Not sure. I hope he lands on that left side. That would be perfect for yeah. him. Uh, Bulldogs are interesting because what you usually see in situations when a club's rebuilding is like they go top heavy. Obviously, they get their 17 and they're trying to fight their way back into the eight. But usually it takes a while to get those that depth sorted. So I, I'm really interested to see, like, what is their depth like? Like, what, what's the next generation like? Because it, it may take a, a year or two to catch up to the top. Because them going into the market right now, they can, they've managed to jagger Josh Adokar, then, then Gus Gould managed to jag all these top guys. But Gus Gould only arrived at the club last year. So before that, when they're going out to young kids that are still in school, speaking to their parents, 
what's their bargaining tool like? And so we may actually see, you know, so the, they won the spoon two, two times in the last three or four years. Yeah. So we may see a little bit of a, a hangover from that where in those two years when they were trying to get those 15 to 16 year olds and, you know, parents are going, well, the dogs like they, they're last, like they, they really are struggling. Their coaching, they, their coaching has changed like so many times. So I want to know, like, has, are we going to see the effect of the Bulldogs' depth in this, especially this first trial? Um, that's what I'm, I'm keen I'm, to see. I'm hearing, can be that they're pretty good and I think they're, um, you know, fairly confident about, the, you know, the next-gen doggies coming through. Even, like, Declan Casey was outstanding and limited, had that... Uh, Pretty Barry Crocker. Yeah, Barry Crocker. the worst. Let's call it what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the worst. It was a Barry ever. Crocker debut. <laughs> and bounced back and was terrific. Yeah, he yeah. said so much about his character as a footballer. Declan Case there, Braden Burns may not even start. Alan Motti, Will Skelton, you just mentioned them, Guru. Uh, heaps of raps on Jacob Preston, the former rooster, coming in. Apparently he's been killing it in preseason, along with Andrew Davey, who Davey's not someone who, who would be on a lot of money there. I know Davey probably doesn't fit the, the youthful next-gen mould as such, but in terms of depth in the side... Uh, Jackson Topany, who's another one who hopefully this year gets his big crap at... Cr- crap. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big crap this year. See you, boys. That's what <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good talent coming through. Preston's the one that you have to keep hearing his name pop up that I'm really looking forward to watching him play in the Charles Edge back rower. Mm. Uh, another guy, I, I hope they play him, and he'll be probably the main guy I'm watching this week, is the front rower from Sharks. Pele. Pele. Yeah. He is... A huge uh, he's, he's almost the final piece of the puzzle If him, Luke Thompson um, You know, can, can be the front row they need him to be Then all of a sudden they may challenge for the eight This year or next year uh, So I want to see how Pele goes um, I think for them too, the other watch is Hayes Perham Who is going to be playing in the All-Stars game, I believe Yeah. So he's another one to okay. be watching That apparently he's going to play fullback for so he, Hayes Perham was like at the Warriors for a bit, I think And he Warriors, killed he's, it He's very talented, he was yeah. at the Warriors, he went to Parramatta um, he's sort of been a fullback 5'8". He's got a bit of X factor to him. Mm. Um, obviously, a big test being an NRL fullback, but he's yep. he's only twenty three years old. Um, no mention of where they're playing. Okay, the great Aquaman. Aquaman. We've already done it. I called it out two weeks ago. <laughs> Why are we doing a bloke tilt to Maru at Aquaman Oval, mate? Let's start this week. <laughs> um, okay, Cowboys versus Dolphins. What do we want to see from the Cowboys? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another side sort of picks itself, doesn't it? Mm. But I I also think, like, their their depth is unbelievable. Me and Maddie went through and did their best 17 the other day. And I think when we wrote down the 17, I think there was only five positions that we didn't have sort of a slash next to as Mm. potential depth. So uh, I'm very keen because you have a look at their round one side, how it might line up. Uh, Lalua, we're not sure if he's playing. Dunn's injured. There's a couple of other back rowers that are out at the moment. I'm interested to see if they play. That Sadrugu, who you remember was the lock forward for Fiji in the yep. World Cup, he yep. was very good. So I reckon he might be an interesting little watch for round one. Mm. Cowboys, what do you reckon, Timmy? 
not looking at a lot, to be honest, just for that reason. They're just such a settled, well-balanced lineup. I don't think a lot changes. The one will be that left-edge back row spot. Uh, who gets that nod? A bit of chat coming out that Cohen Hess might make move back to the edge and play there. So he'd want to be fit and moving about all right if he does. But, yeah, there's... Aside from that left-edge back row, it's nothing really strikes me as being too, too <coughs> close to watch. There's one other kid to watch that... I believe there's a chance he might be the 14. His name's Tom Chester. He mm. played last year one or two games. Mm. Can sort of play fullback, halves, could jump in at nine. Very, very talented young kid. They've got a lot of wraps on. So I, I reckon he'll start in this game this weekend. Yeah, so for me, it's I want to see their energy because they had such a massive year last year. And the thing is, is sometimes when you have these crazy pre-seasons, they're really good for one season. But if you go and do another crazy preseason, now, look, some clubs seem to be able to manage it really well. We look at the Storm, um, you know, renowned for their preseasons. So I just, I wonder, what I want to see from the Cowboys is, is do their standards stay the same? Are they just as enthusiastic, just, ener- just as energetic? Are they not going to rest on their laws and go, well, you know, we're a premiership threat now, we're all good. Are they still going to be that hungry, determined underdog from from? Position one in the top 30, all the way down to uh, position 30. Uh, that, that is what's going to be really interesting for me and the Cowboys is, do they have that same zest, energy, underdog, mongrel uh, mentality that they had last year? Uh, Dolphins, we've already spoken about with the trial last week, but you know, obviously it's, it's really their spine that we're looking at um, to see how well they kind of gel, I guess. What do you reckon they'll do? Do you reckon they'll play their best 17 for just one game or do they need to play it for two? I'd probably play it for two. Yeah. I, I'd, what I'd do is I'd probably try to have like your, essentially your best 17, play them for like 20 minutes and then just take out the big dogs. I'd be trying to play them as much as possible together. Like I think they've got to. They, just they, got they, to. they need that time on part together. And, yep. you know, at a minimum 40 minutes of mm. both trials, their best 17, as close to it as they can yep. get. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Broncos v the Titans. What do we want to see from the Broncos? Uh it's the standards, really. I just like we know they've got the talent. We all know that they've got a really good, talented roster. But I just want to see this week specifically is to carry over the standards they had for Wynnum for at least 60 minutes, where there was high completion rate. I think they only gave away like maybe one or two penalties. I want to see that again this week, where are they a disciplined side that is bought into the direction of the club, or are they a bunch of young, talented superstars that aren't going in the same direction? Uh, I also. Obviously, the nine position for me is probably the most crucial right now for them to get it right. I think um, it's going to be really interesting to see who gets named, but then also who gets named on the bench. Uh, what do you want to see from the Broncos, Guru? I think you've nailed it, to be honest mm. with you, mate. Obviously, standard has been a big thing for a couple of years, uh, but it's the nine spot for me that I'll be so interested in. I reckon there'll be three nines named in this squad. Mm. Maybe even four, realistically. Uh, there legitimately could be four. Uh, so, yeah, the nine spot's a big watch for me. We've seen Smoothie. He's done everything he could possibly do so far. Yeah. So now over to the others now. Mm. Timmy? I think uh, I want to see how long it takes Reese Walsh to slot in alongside Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds. Uh, I think Reese Walsh is going to kill it this season. Uh, but, you know, realistically, it might take five, ten rounds for that to happen as these combinations come together. Um, so I just want to see a bit of cohesion behind them early on to suggest, you know, that we might see it sooner than sooner rather than later. Yep. Uh, and for the Titans, what do we want to see? What do you want to see for the Titans, Guru? I think just how... Defence. Yeah, defence is obviously a big thing, but just... I want to see where they're all placed on the field. I want mm. to see what edge Tanner Boyd's playing on, where Fafita's playing. Um, I'm, look, I'm really keen to see 
Sammy Verrill's run out for this side. Yeah. I think that all the talk's been about Foz, which so it should. But I think Verrill's is such a good footballer. Mm. I, I agree. It's really interesting to see. And they've been missing like a genuine nine for so many years now. But my main look, I don't care, you know, who is out there, whether it's the best of the best in their squad or the, the, the reserves or depth, defence. That's all that matters for me with the Titans. I don't give a shit about anything else. What is their defence like? Timmy, what do you reckon? Yeah, if it's a nil-all draw and you don't look like putting a point on the board, who cares? Who They'll gives come. a shit? We know you can attack just a bit of def- defensive resilience from them this season and it all starts in the trial game. So mm. just good defensive structures look like everyone's on the same page together. There are a few new faces there, so... It might tie, take a bit of time to get these even, like we speak about attacking combinations, but defensive combinations are just as important. So uh, to see them them got coming together well. I think as well, interesting to see how they use Jaden Campbell. Mm. I mean, like, you, you know he can play fullback. If you're not going to use him as a fullback this year, if you're going to put him on, you know, it's, it's in the middle or wherever they're going to use him, surely you start to use him in the trials and get him used to playing that role. Yeah, yeah. Lock him into that role and be like, mate, this yeah. is your role now. Get used to getting your body in, in front of big bodies or, or whatever, or maybe like, Brimo defends in the line, I don't know. But like, even if, if this week, if they name nowhere near a full-strength side, if Jaden Campbell's was going to be playing through the middle, like you almost just name him at 13 just to see how he goes. Yeah. There's no point naming him at fullback. You, you know he can do it. Yeah. You, you might as well give him Or a even shot. like name him on the bench, get him used to like just coming into the game. Just bring him in through yeah. the middle, yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.